Manaso. So we have our last day of silence. And for the next three days, I'm not suggesting we should just be talking all day, but that the meals are no longer in silence, unless you wish to. And we may have a table or two for noble silence. People just like to remain silent. Your choice, of course. Mm. As we slowly venture out of the retreat, and for some people anticipating the possibility of going into another retreat later on, a point that strikes me is really very important is to make a smooth transition. Smooth transition. Uh, re- recall the analogy, I rather like it, uh, the analogy I gave quite, oh, some weeks ago of the reliance upon hedonic stimulation, entertainment, pleasure, and so forth as being like a town relying upon a coal-burning factory for its electricity. And you do get electricity, you do get energy from that, right? At a lot of cost, pollution of the air, pollution of the groundwater, acid rain, and all kinds of, you know, not so good th- things like that. But at least you get some electricity out of it. And then they wise up and they recognize this this is just too heavy a price to pay and they make the investment for a whole set of solar power, you know, so, solar panels. Um, but it takes some time for these so, for the solar panels to build up, you know, to charge up the batteries. So if you just shut down the coal burning factory immediately and then relied entirely on the, sol- the, the solar power, you might suddenly find you have hardly any electricity at all. So that's as far as I'll push the the analogy. And that is, especially as we're venturing out into the world, um, and at times considering going back into retreat, um, being very gentle in moving away from the reliance upon hedonic well-being, and bear in mind they cover such a broad bandwidth, a friendly conversation with a spouse, that's hedonic. Are we really going to say, you know, no more of that? So it covers a very broad range, you know, some very meaningful, some less so, some trivial, and some really quite, uh, how do you say, destructive. But to make a smooth transition, and so overall, in terms of this, I'm coming back to the theme of morphing from a cat to an elephant, and that is just in the course of daily life, to be moving more and more towards simplicity, more and more towards just finding contentment, less and less reliance upon stimulation, um... I heard his holiness Dalai Lama comment just recently that he no longer watches television. And I think he was watching it probably only for the news, BBC, but he found even that. He said, it clouds my mind. And I don't do it. Don't watch television at all. Only radio. Because he needs to be, he needs to be abreast of current affairs. He absolutely must. But television, no good. He said, his holiness clouds his mind. How do you think it'd be for you folks? <laughs> no, I can handle it. <laughs> So, smooth transition, smooth transition, as you're going back, not to be too intense, and also in going into retreat, it's very easy to be so, you know, so strongly motivated that one can be over-intense, and one can say, but my motivation is really pure and really strong and really determined. Yeah, and it's also, have you noticed you're not enjoying your practice anymore? That it's all just driven, driven, driven? And so brings us back to, for what shall we aspire when we're actually doing shamatha practice per se? We know that over the course of time, these three qualities of the substrate will emerge, bliss, luminosity, and non-conceptuality. And among those three, which is the first to aspire for? There's only one right answer. Non-conceptuality, yeah, it really is. To release the OCDD, you know? 
And even when it's really intense, and you know, as we're especially tomorrow and so forth, more talking and all of that, of course it's bound to stir up the conceptual mind. What do you expect? Of course, of course. But noting that with that we really can continue to release it. So when we see the mind getting filled with lots and lots of thoughts, say, I know what to do. Overall, the best technique for that when you're feeling overwhelmed by OCDD is mindfulness of breathing. Within mindfulness of breathing, the, the, the most effective emphasis is on the out-breath. Within the out-breath, the most effective point is to totally release all the way through the end of the out-breath, allowing the next breath to flow in effortlessly and make a point of every out-breath, releasing and releasing and releasing. So you're getting rid of that overwhelming quality of the OCDD, the obsessive compulsive delusional thinking, by releasing and not by getting frustrated. So as much as you can, don't make a habit of frustration. It really can become a habit. And then you expect to get frustrated. And then your expectations get fulfilled. So I'd like to run an experiment. It'll be a very short one. You don't have to change postures. Okay? I'd like you to take one normal breath, no specially, not just normal breath, in-breath, out-breath. And during that time, just make a point of releasing thoughts and being present. Okay? One, one in and out breath. Are you ready? Go. Now, isn't shamatha easy? That's what I want. Isn't it easy? Was who found? If anybody raises your hand, I'm going to be really, really angry. Who found that difficult? Who, who found that difficult? Okay, good answer. <laughs> But you see, when you don't get, when you don't try, when you say, oh, one breath, okay, I can do that. You didn't say, okay, I'm going to try, I'm going to try. You just, oh, one breath, oh, okay. And you do it. And then, it's really not hard at all. And you were accomplishing shamatha during that one breath. That's how you achieve shamatha. Breath at a time. Okay? So, with the coal-burning plant, we're gradually moving over to the solar, we're gradually releasing our dependence upon stimulation, including the stimulation of OCDD, and being content in the present moment with few desires or even no desires, while just engaging any of the shamatha practices. Just being present in the moment, being content with that, and enjoying the serenity of a quiet, stable, and clear mind. Relaxed. So, it all boils down to a very nice phrase that's become very famous. You ready? You really ready? Give peace a chance. You know? Bliss will make its way in. Luminosity will make its way in. But give peace a chance. It's not exciting. It's not stimulating. It's not a big buzz. But give it a chance. And out of that center point where there's no stimulation, then the sense of peace, of contentment, of serenity, a sense of well-being, and eventually bliss, luminosity, and non-conceptuality will come right there out of the center. So give peace a chance. Okay? Good. Let's practice one session. And among the four measurables, this is one really quite easy to do. As we attend to other beings, whether you're there in the Phuket airport or in transit or back home where you're going, 
when you see people so caught up, and it's so easy to do, we know what it's like, so caught up in their affairs, their hopes and fears, their worrying, their stress, their overwork, and so forth, and just, oh, like just getting by, getting by. Then, just to, to see how close peace is, one breath in, one breath out, and wish them, oh, may you find peace. Peace be with you, peace be with you. It's so close. It's so close. To every sentient being who can breathe, it's really not that far away. So, let's continue practicing.
release all appearances and aspirations. Let your awareness rest in its own clarity and emptiness. Enjoy your day.